Welcome to A Bad Neighborhood. My name is M, they, them, and this is Karen, she, her. Hi. And today, we finally get to something that I've been waiting to tell Karen about for maybe eons. Eons and eons and eons. Um, I've been mentioning him to Karen off and on because I hate his guts. I hate him a lot. And he is the Japanese cannibal Issei Sagawa. Um, Japanese cannibal Issei Sagawa. He didn't go to prison. He's still a free man today. And he is a piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, not, I mean, being a cannibal doesn't automatically make you a piece of shit. It's the, it's the source of your meat that makes you a piece of shit. This was not eyes. ethically sourced. This was yeah. not ethically sourced. Yeah, I, f- I figured not. You've, you've told d- me at least that much. Oh, yeah. She did not volunteer for this. No. Like, dude was huge asshole from start to finish. They, they went to his place to have dinner and he's like, Will you be my, my girlfriend? She went, no. He's like, okay. Neat. You know. And then he killed her? He killed her and ate her. Oh. And this took place in France. In France. Yes. So it was, bonjour, non, merci, au revoir, c'est alors. Then she died. What's the French word? Manger. Manger. For what? Oh, for eating? Yeah. Manger. Yeah. Manger. Uh, so her name was uh, Renee Hardevelt. Uh, she was born in 1955. She was a Dutch student of French literature at Sorbonne, Paris. Excuse my American accent. And on June 11th, 1981, fucking Issei Sagawa killed Nader. That is disgusting. I can't imagine, like, one, taking a human life, two, killing killing something and then eating it yourself. I know that people do it all the time. There's, like, hunting and things like that. But the person, human being, that's that's She's literally just up. having a conversation with her. And he just kills her. And then he eats her. And now he's famous for it. Like, he had celebrity status. So, wait. How did... has Had he ever done anything like that before? Had he ever, like, expressed an interest in eating people? Well, the way he talks about it is that he's wanted to do it he was tempted to do it and he had the urge to do it like a compulsion mm-hmm. um like what, what's that guy's name who ate all the babies well one baby and the corpses uh terrar in france okay. also in france <gasps> also in france look cannibalism isn't just in france we have albert fish yeah yeah terrar just ate and ate and ate and ate and ate because he couldn't stop eating he needed to eat mm. You say Sagawa was just like, she looks tasty. And so he did it. And so he did it. Let me just read this out to, to you real quick. <clears throat> In Sagawa's apartment at 10 Rue er- er- Erlinger, 16E, Paris, uh, Hardevelt was invited to dinner. Upon her arrival, he shot her in the neck with a rifle while she sat with her back to him at a desk, then began to carry out his plan of eating her. She was selected because of her health and beauty, those characteristics Sagawa believed he lacked. Sagawa describes himself as a weak, ugly, and small man. He is just under five feet, 
or 1.52 meters tall, and claims that he wanted to absorb her energy. Sagawa said he fainted after the shock of shooting her, but awoke with the realization that he had to carry out his desire to eat her. He did so, beginning with her hips and legs. <sighs> Gross. After after having sex with the corpse. No. In interviews, he noted his surprise at the corn-colored nature of human fat. For two days, Sagawa ate various parts of her body. He described the meat as soft and odorless, like tuna. He then attempted to dump the mutilated body in a remote lake, but was seen in the act and later arrested by the French police. So he was arrested? Yes. And then what? So, in France... They found him to be insane. Like, they looked at him, they're like, what the fuck is your problem? And he went, uh-uh. And they're like, there's something wrong with you. We don't want you here. Sent him all the way back to Japan. <whistles> and Japan couldn't make a case against him because it was a crime committed in France against a French citizen. So he's just free to go. Okay, so what should have happened was France should have called Japan and been like, hey, we've got one of your guys and he needs a place in, like, one of the worst cell blocks. He killed a girl and then ate her for no reason. And he has no excuse other than he felt like it. But that didn't happen and they just sent him, like, was he escorted by anyone? Presumably, like... The details I find are not the the little ones that I really want to get at because there's a lot surrounding his story, but a lot of it is like glorification. People who just walk in and be like, so what does human meat taste like? No, I don't care about that. Yeah, so a lot of the stuff that I was trying to dig at, I couldn't find. Like, there was nothing I could find on Miss Renee Hardevelt. Nothing. I assume that her family wanted everything to be made private. And, you know, this was in uh, the 1980s. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're entitled to that privacy. So I I don't want to dig in more than what we can. That's That's just awful. And there's really, it's not like knowing more about her would help us understand why it happened. No, because, well, we're in her position, not literally understand, but because we're not in a place to understand what the fuck was going on. No. Understanding her perspective is not going to make us understand his. Yeah. I don't really, I don't want to understand his perspective, to be honest. No, I don't care about his perspective. I mean, if I were a psych major, maybe it would be interesting. But to me, it's like, you know what? He's just an asshole. I don't I don't need to know the full details as to why people are compelled to eat meat or eat the meat of another human being. It's not it's not even part of his culture. Yeah. And he doesn't even have that excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I if it were cultural it would be I mean, it wouldn't be any different. You still committed a murder. But yeah, I, I don't think that those cultures that that uh, practice like mourning cannibalism or what what was it called? Um, it, it's like a way of mourning and everything like that. Oh, I, I like. I'm blanking on the word. Like grief, grief cannibalism. What? No, I don't know. I mean, when you say grief cannibalism, it, it 
It reminds me of that lady who, ate, who like, ate her husband's ashes because she was so upset. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, there's not just one person that does that. I think a we, lot of people do that. You know, you're right. Um, she's just the only one who went on TV to do it. Right. And did it on TV. I mean, there's a difference between eating someone's ashes and then eating someone's body. After you've killed her for the express purpose of eating her. Yeah. Like, that's not cool. No. I I don't understand. Like, no. Okay. I say I don't understand. I understand that uh, people find this fascinating and dark and twisted. I don't know. Some people get off on that. And, like, it's one thing if it's fiction. It's another thing if you're actually, like, into that. Like, please, please see a doctor if you have this. And Vor is fiction only, friends. Vor is fiction only. Yes. And, like, for... God, it just... It upsets me that he started with her hips. Because we all know what that means. I mean, he he did, like, assault the corpse. Yeah. Ugh. And, like, what do you... What do you... Like, what are you getting out of this? I, I guess he got fulfillment. Because there are later interviews much, much later on. Where he still has the impulse and the desire to eat people when he sees them. Oh, no. So, (laughs) God. So he's just walking around and, you know, going on TV in Japan for this. Yeah, that's how he makes money. Oh, no. He he does interviews. He writes. Yeah. That's how he survives. He's got book deals. Yeah. Oh, God. Like, I don't think it's something to be admired. I think it's great for a case study kind of thing. Yeah. At at most. As, at, for, like, psychological purposes, but that's about it. Yeah. Oh, God. There's just, there's just a certain kind of thing when you sit there and you read, like, his words when he's talking about, like, those those thighs look really delicious, and I keep thinking how delicious it would be. But I've already done it once, and I shouldn't do it again. So we we joke a lot about, okay, my dog Grease is very, like, his fur is very thin, and, like, you can see the, like... Oh, the cuts of meat. You, you know those, uh, those yeah. butcher drawings where it's a map of the cow with all the sections off of him? Exactly. When I look at Reese. It's very plain on Reese, and I'm just like... You sit there, you're like, wow, that's the cuts of meats I'm going to get off that dog. And you're like, that's a terrible psychotic thought to have. And we laugh about it. We don't actually want to cut up the dog. No, I'd feel bad. It would, it would not be fun, for one thing, and two, I, that would... that. Mm-mm. I think we would both cry the entire time. Yeah. I don't want to eat him. No. No one wants to eat my dog. It's just, it's funny to think how you can see a turkey leg on your dog. Yeah. I'm not going to eat a person. I do not desire to eat a person. Oh my god. No. No. One. No, that that's just ethically bad. Two. I bet we taste like shit. Three. Prion disease. What's that? Oh, you've never heard? Mm-mm. All right, let, let me pull up the uh, the good old uh, Google to get you something that, that's more accurate than the way I'm going to describe it, which is uh, proteins that eat your brains. Oh. 
it's it kind of builds up in your body over time um and slowly gets worse and worse oh here it is <clears throat> prion diseases occur when normal prion protein found on the surface of many cells becomes abnormal and clump in the brain causing brain damage uh, the, this abnormal accumulation of protein in the brain can cause memory impairment, personality changes, and difficulties with movement. It, it causes, like, a whole lot of, uh, diseases. Um, like, it makes your brain spongy. Like, it was a contributor in mad cow disease, I believe. Oh. There's also very variations of it that are found in, like, um... Uh, New Guinea, because they they practice uh, funerary cannibalism. Mm. There we go. Like, so they eat the brain of the deceased. Oh, so they're eating a diseased brain, and that causes the disease, or is there just something about um, eating a human brain that causes the reaction for the disease? It it starts with contaminated tissue. Okay. Like, I'm not really an expert on prion disease, but it also, like, it's it's described as an infectious disease. So it could cause things to go haywire if you get a little, a little becomes a lot. And then, you know, you get things like seizures, your brain starts shutting down, you start going a little weird. Um, I think that's what happened to Albert Fish. He just did it too much. Maybe. I mean, aside from the fact that you know, he was already fucked up to begin with. Mm-hmm. That man is disgusting. Yeah. He disgusts me in every single way. Anytime I hear a true crime episode about Albert Fish, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do this one. <laughs> I might oh, have to skip not this. Again. Oh, God. Because I'm just like, is there's a reason that there's not like a whole lot of them. God. It, it's so hard to listen like, and and we listen to a lot of fucking true crime. Yeah. Like, a lot. I spend um my the nine hours of my workday listening to true crime. Yep. <laughs> and then I come home and I talk about it. I will have, like, weeks where I, where I listen to, where I do that. I listen to true crime nonstop. Uh, but then, you know, suddenly it'll, it'll stop and I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna need a few months off. <laughs> I'll be back. Like, it's seasonal or something. You know, that's probably a really good thing, because me, I'm just like, I'm running out of shit to watch, guys. <laughs> Please don't commit any more crimes, but... Maybe we could find, you know, uh, maybe we could deal with cold cases, you know, that still have not been solved. Oh, yes. Cold case files, man. Yeah. That shit interesting. Yeah. But uh, going back around to Issei Sagawa, someone decided to make uh, an erotic snuff film with him. Mm. I don't remember what it was called. I didn't write it down. Like a like a real snuff film, or nobody died. It was it was supposed to be art, right? Oh, it's officially called an exploitation film. Okay, Uwakizuma uh, Chijo Kuzemi. Unfaithful wife, shameful torture. I don't like that. Basically, he did a porn, and then afterwards they told the lady, by the way, he killed and ate a woman. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, can you fucking imagine? That's so fucked up. Yeah. 
Like, you just are going in to do a job, and then... And then you're like, oh my god, not only is this guy a fucking awful piece of shit human being, but he's also stuck his disgusting, corpse-defiling dick in... Ugh. Oh god. Oh god, that is terrible. That is horrible. I would close up shop. I mean, I... I mean, you gotta eat, but, like, I need a break after that. Yeah. That that's that's why it's called exploitation because you know it's possible that she couldn't have closed up shop and she had no choice but to continue on with her life and just bury that deep and just try not to think about it because god that is horrible yeah he's like i mentioned earlier he wrote books about what he did he's written a book on the 1997 uh, kobe child murders there were two kids murdered by a 14-year-old. Okay. It is. It's really upsetting. And, gosh. But that pertained to him because... Just because. He just wrote about it. He, he cause, I guess because they call him, like, the, the Kobe cannibal. He lives in Kobe, oh. probably. Oh, okay. More or less. Um, God, that's terrible. Yeah, it, the book is called uh, Shonen A, because at the time, the the murderer was underage, so they could not give the name of the kid. Okay. Um, now now it's, it's released. He also was hired to write restaurant reviews. No. Yes. Someone was like, let's get a cannibal to write restaurant reviews. It's It's one thing if it's just a cannibal, but... An actual murderer cannibal. No. No. <sighs> That's, like, fucked up on all kinds of levels. Yeah. Um. Like, I, look, I say this about, I keep, like, being, like, uh, it's one thing about a cannibal. Like, the, the being a cannibal is not great. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say right here, we mean no offense to cannibals who are practicing their cultural rights. Yeah. That's that's funerals and everything like that. I I, I have no place in saying anything about that. Um, that's not my business. But a huge chunk of the world does not practice cannibalism and is, in fact, uh, it is looked down upon. Yeah. Very much. Very much. Um, even Willy Wonka sex says so. Yes. Everything yeah. in this room is edible, including me. Uh huh. Yes, Mr. Wonka? (laughs) That's called cannibalism and it's generally frowned upon. Okay. I probably skewed that really, really a lot. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and there was actually a point where, uh, he was almost accepted. As a teacher for a French language school. No. Because the manager was imp- was impressed by his courage in using his real name. No. But the employees of the school were like, what the fuck? <laughs> no! Like, no. no. No! This is, no. No! So he was like, oh. Oh, bummer. <laughs> Guess I'll have to write another book about how I didn't become a teacher or whatever. Yep. Um, and, you know, his parent when his parents died, they didn't let him go to the funeral and everything. Um, he was on welfare. 
he did a really I think this is the one of the big one of the big interviews slash documentaries about him. Uh Vice mm. did a thing. Mm-hmm. But you know how they are. They kind of sensationalize it. Like, some of their documentaries, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's nice. And then, you know, you sit down, you watch um Interview with the Cannibal, and you're like... <sighs> yeah. I did watch it. Uh-huh. I watched it a while ago. I did not rewatch it for this episode. Okay. <laughs> Once is enough. Yeah. Um, And he he's in other stuff. Um... He was also, he said that being forced to make a living while being known as a murdering cannibal was a terrible punishment. Bitch, please. You know what's a terrible punishment? Being killed and eaten? Being killed and raped and eaten. Oh, God, you're right. Don't forget. Like, what was the point of that? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, how do you tell the, how do you tell her family? How, how, what could her family do after that? Like, see, how how do they go on? How do they move on from that? See, this is one of those cases where you put them in a room with the guy, mm-hmm. hand them some weapons, and then turn around for a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. He, he himself is like, I'm little and weak. I mean, that's just, that's so that's I'll so make him terrible. into ground beef. Yeah. It's just, I, I can't imagine the pain and... Of one, losing a child. Two, learning that not only did you lose your child, but your child was also defiled. And then third, that after your child was murdered and defiled, you don't even have a body to bury. Or what you have to bury is not anything that you can... Well, it, I haven't read that he, he didn't really do anything with the face. Hmm. But he did attempt to dump her in a lake, so he probably fucked up everything i mean like a jigsaw yeah like because her body did have to be identified probably and like that like someone had to come and claim her and then the funeral like what do you it's it's just mortifying in every possible way and it's so heartbreaking to think about her family and what they went through and then i I don't know that they follow Japanese news, but I, I would imagine that they tried to find answers for what happened to the person who did this to their child and or family member. And to learn that he's living, even if it's, you know, on welfare. I mean, it does go on. The higher powers are like, all right, dude, fucking knock this shit off. So... Uh, right now he's 72. He's an old fucker. Mm-hmm. And um, his younger brother has to take care of him because he had a cerebral infarction. Infarction. I get it. My God. Where did the A come from? Infraction? Infarction. The fuck is an infarction? So a cerebral infarction is um, like when you get necrotic tissue in the brain from uh, blood being cut off to certain bits. Oh, okay. So, uh... He's all fucked up because now a part of his brain is dead. Also, feel more bad for his brother than him. He had to get a gastronomy. Ugh. So he can't even eat anymore. He can't eat. Damn. I mean, that's a little bit poetic justice, but also, like, it's, it's very poetic, but too late. Yeah, too late. And also, somebody has to feed him. 
Like, I think everybody will forgive his brother for, like, going on vacation for a few days. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... <sighs> I-, I can't believe he's still alive. Yeah. I mean, 72, that's not that old. But, I mean, <sighs> that he got to live a whole life, that 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 makes me mad. <laughs> A whole life where he's also a celebrity? Yeah. That's not fair. Like, why, why, why couldn't they charge him for that? Like, I don't understand Japanese law, but I feel like there could have been something done. France, why did France let him go? It, it's, it was like, just a legal technicality. And I guess his lawyers must have been like, oh, he's, he's totally, completely fucked up. And they went... I mean, he planned it out, and then they went, all right, what kind of sane man goes and shoots and kills a person and eats them, and then decides to walk out and in front of people dump a body into the river? And they went, he's not our problem anymore. Get him out of here. I mean, has anybody talked to the investigators since then and asked them, or, like, not just the investigators, but the prosecutors and the judges, anything like that. I don't know how French law works either, but... Uh, yeah, I know nothing about French law. Um, I have not watched a lot of documentaries about him. Mostly because just, I, I, I hate him so much. He's got that thing that I hate about a lot of, well, murderers and killers. Uh, where they're going on and they're like, oh, poor me. I have it so hard. (sighs) Wow. It must be so hard to be a murderer. Do you know how easy it is not to kill a person? It's really hard to kill people, okay? It's like, I, when I hear about it, I'm just like, (sighs) it makes me so tired to think about. Because it's not, like, shooting a person is one thing. Like, most of the time it's a, it's a crime of passion if it's just a shooting. But, like serial killers and you know him him it's like god that sounds that that's so there's so much that goes into that and i'm like i can't (sighs) the degree of which you have to be unaware of yourself is nuts at that point see a see a psych okay i think he has been seeing a therapist or something um I mean, I'm sure that a bunch of, like, Japanese psychologists and psychiatrists were like, let me poke at that brain. Let me figure out why. Why do you want to eat human? I must know. Also, uh, one of the things, like, part of the things that he said that convinced uh, the three psychiatrist experts in France... That he was nuts is he said things like he needed to absorb the corpse's power and he qualified it as being an artistic act. He's not crazy. He's just a douche. Yeah, now he, he lives in Yokohama, Japan, working as a freelance artist for nude paintings and has recently been expressed, has recently been expressed to the wish of dying slowly, being eaten by a tall Dutch woman. Oh, I don't like that. Oh. I, don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that is so sad. Why did he get to do all these things? Oh, that makes me mad. 
I'm so pissed. <sighs> I just I just hate when criminals don't really get a comeuppance that satisfies. Well, yeah. So they don't get a comeuppance and they also never they'll never understand that like completely that what they did was wrong. They will never have remorse is the thing. Yeah. And that's 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 the frustrating part for me with a lot of a lot of psychopaths and uh, killers is just that they they don't have any remorse. Like, there are some people who, you know, it really was an accident, and they really didn't intend it, anything bad to happen. There's a difference happen. between people who accidentally kill somebody and somebody who murders somebody. Exactly. Like, and I've, I've mentioned it before, but I've been watching Observe... Um, which is a great channel and I recommend to anyone um, on YouTube. Uh, he's a body language, body expert. language analyst. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the way that he breaks down every little bit and he points out to you like where you can see remorse in the face and in the eyes and in the set of the jaw. And you're just like, you can see it between people who are rem- remorseful versus people who aren't. And you're like, it, it like is things that people who can read faces like sort of we we understand but we don't understand why and he explains that so it's like micro expressions micro expressions and i just it's so whenever i watch an interview of someone who ends up being the killer like someone like uh watts and you can see that uh, they're they're faking it. They're faking the remorse, and it's like, oh god, like you you don't have regret for what you did. Like he might be a bad example because I think he does have slight regret, but not enough regret. You know, I mean John Wayne Gacy. He's a perfect example. Oh god, that guy. Yeah, no remorse. None. No remorse. None. And I mean, we we watched him confess to the murders and then turn right around and say that... It's not me. I don't know why it would be me. I don't know why everyone's thinking that I did the murders. And you're like, this is the mind of a serial killer. It's just like, there's the two sides and they don't under... They don't... The two sides don't communicate with each other. Yeah. They're completely blocked off from each other and... and there's the outside reality and then the internal reality. Yeah. And somehow neither of them feel remorse for what happened. Even even in the way that they um, talk about event the events that happened, like people who are close to the victim who like, like when you hear people talking about missing persons mm-hmm. and they say like, she's a good mother, she, she would never leave her kids, I believe that she's... Uh, something's happened to her maybe she's sick or something happened and then versus people who are proven guilty of the crime Mm -hmm. are like uh she was really unhappy with me and she just she went on a trip she went on a trip (laughs) god damn it sorry that that's another youtube video thing now i have to link it in the comments (laughs) oh we love you guys um (laughs) (laughs) She went on a trip, and it's it's very like 
just there's so many ways that you can pick out serial kill that you can pick out people you you give yourself away in every in every time and every time you know like people think that they're going to outsmart the cops if they act a certain way true i i find that um there are some people who just think that they're so great and then they do some stupid shit yeah well i mean top of the list is murdering somebody Mm -hmm. it starts small i don't know I, i i cry when i when I'm mean to people in video games. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the litmus test. That's how we tell. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like people who, people who run the murder run on Undertale the first time through and they just don't care. Yeah, and your heart's like, like breaking as you watch. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? <laughs> Goat ma'am! <laughs> Oh, no! There was no need to kill these people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and for the most part, um, can't kill sentient beings. But, but then you start getting into like the gray areas of what is sentience. Well, also, you're a proponent for the death penalty, so. In certain cases. Yeah. Sure, in the grand scheme of ethical everything, like, making somebody suffer needlessly is unethical. However, <laughs> if they committed those acts. What, like? Eye like, for an eye, right? Yeah, though. Oh my god. I, I, when it's undeniable, when it's monstrous, when it's things like that, I feel like people should feel the full weight of what they inflicted on that other person. Yeah. I want them to know how much hurt and pain. And then when they go, why is this happening? You tell them. No reason. Another thing, too, like, with people like that, I, narcissists in particular, it's, they can't equate... If, if you did the exact same thing to them that they did to someone else. The suffering that they inflicted will always be lesser than what you are doing to them. Exactly. Exactly. They won't. They won't understand. They won't equate it. They'll be like, I never did that. Or like, it wasn't that bad. Or, or something like that. They'll find a, a million excuses for why their suffering is worse. And you're like, you can't impress upon them the pain that they inflicted on the other person because their experience is so entirely different and separated from reality and it's they've created their own reality and it's 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 a different world yeah and they have no empathy no and like i i tell people that empathy is something that you have to learn it's something you always have to practice um, it's not something that comes easy to a lot of people, but you know what? That's why you practice. Like, for, for a lot of people, I imagine they're like me, they, they don't give a shit about a lot of other people until they relate it to their own personal experience. Mm-hmm. But some people don't even have that ability. Yeah. Oh, uh, and it's just like, how do you do this? How do you make 
these fucking loop-de-loops around logic. How does it, how does it fucking work? How did you manage to, I could show them pictures, I could show them videos of them doing it, and they'll be like, that's not me, you must have CGI'd that shit. Yeah. It's like an inverse chills, where, like, because you know how it chills in every single video, he's like, seems legit, it could be CGI, but it's not. Maybe. <laughs> I think it might be real. Lock your he's, doors tonight. He's gotten way more, like, way more analytical with those, though. I love he's it. Like, I just, he's, like, gotten tired of the shtick, and he's been, so, like... He goes back and forth now. Yeah. I love it. He's, like, you'll never guess what I believe. Not this. <laughs> but, like, a, a narc's point of view is the exact opposite. They're like, that's not me. That doesn't even look like me. Is that my ID? I, you must have You must have made a copy of mine, because mine's in my wallet right now. I handed it to you? No, I didn't. Yeah. That no. wasn't me. That wasn't me. You, you saw the... Did you see the interview with the woman... Who God? I think I think you did. I think we watched it together. Of the woman who uh, she was in the police force, um, and she was asked to come in for an interview about a murder that took place like twenty years ago. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah! Oh my God! Not me. Is she like? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. I may have been. Uh, Mm. Ah, that just doesn't mm-hmm. take some goddamn responsibility. Yeah, she's like, it's just like I think we were in Hawaii, and you're just like, just narcissists. They they just can't. They're next have, level. Yeah, and I mean, with uh, this Japanese cannibal Issei Sagawa, Issei Sagawa. I mean, he he can never know. He he can never feel. We can never. We could never do anything to make him understand the pain that he inflicted, not only on the woman but her whole family. And you know, tell you what, if someone went and they tried to kill and eat somebody I knew, I'm gonna be there with a fork and knife. <laughs> not not for them, but I'm gonna get that fucking murderer. Yeah, like I I could. I just I just keep going back to her family and wondering. What they're going, what they went through, just to see, just to find out that their murderer, the murderer of their family member, is is being let go. Yeah, for something. <sighs> the, the insanity shit. plea is. It's difficult to do the insanity plea for a reason, because hardly anybody who is actually insane commits crimes or commits murders. Mm-hmm. Like, to be actually insane. <sighs> There's a lot going on there that that has to be looked at. And, like, when he went back and he was seen by a Japanese psychiatrist, do you know what he said? You're not insane. Mm-hmm. You are perfectly sane, and there is no reason why you shouldn't have gone on trial. Yep. God damn it. I I would live with 
pain and anger in my heart every day and I would save every single last one of my pennies in order to have someone go out there and, uh, you know, take care of business. I don't know how you do that, but I'm sure that I will feel enough anger in order to do so. Maybe if you send out enough hatred into the ether towards him, just concentrate it very tightly on his stupid little brain. Make that make that necrosis blossom. Oh yeah. That's good. <laughs> I like the the intensity of my anger towards him is such that like it causes me physical pain. There's there's some people like, you know, that like I <sighs> wish pain or death on anyone except for people who, you know, have no remorse for their actions. I do something every day that I regret. <laughs> it's like... It's called waking up. Yeah. <laughs> I, regret, I regret waking up. <laughs> uh, I need the only regrets tattooed on my chest. <laughs> only regrets. Ugh. <laughs> uh, like, a lot of life is regret. A lot of life is anger. A lot of life is fuck this shit. <laughs> I I have never met anybody who is happy, truly, well and truly happy All in the, the way spot. Through. Yeah. Not any adults anyway. I've met some pretty happy kids. Uh this was a sad episode. I don't like him. I hope that he rots for all of eternity for what he did and the stupid life that he got to live afterwards being we- being a douche. Yeah. Should we start punctuating the the bad episodes with like a really good and happy fact? Yeah. I think I put I put something Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> There's a duck. There's a mallard out there who lives at the University of York. He is uh 1 meter tall. That's a big duck. He's three and a half feet tall. This duck, this mallard. You've seen mallards, yes? Yes. They they don't even come up to halfway up my shins. This mallard is three and a half feet tall. I am four nine. This mallard. <laughs> <laughs> I just need you to understand how serious this it's, is. That's a big duck. <laughs> This duck is fucking huge, and he stands upright like a man. <laughs> I like, really, I know that they usually like squat, and that's why and most they, of they them are so You know, they wow. look like birds. But this guy, by the way, his name is Longboy. That's a good name for a duck. <laughs> he just stands straight up, and here's a picture of him. <laughs> he looks like a cryptid. He's like the opposite of a Fresno Nightwalker, where those are like entirely leg, where he's, he's entirely, like entirely torso. torso. His legs are maybe like Why is this three neck? inches tall. Why is his neck so long? Well, because he he's uh, actually a half breed. <gasps> yeah. Do you want to know what the other? Uh... Is it a goose? No. Okay. Okay. So he's half mallard. Uh huh. And he is crossbred with uh, a breed of duck called the Indian runner duck. I don't know why they're called that. And I'm sure it's because they stand upright and they just look like, oh my god, I hate I hate them because they 
They just look like this. <laughs> they stand up like men. They stand up. Like, it's like, you know those those videos of, or like, uh, it's a dance move where their feet are flat on the ground and then they're leaning forward uncomfortably so far. And yeah. they're holding their, themselves up, like, I swear, on core and calf strength alone. Yes. It's like that. <laughs> Here's a picture of them wearing clothes. I <laughs> Notice how most of that is, like, turtleneck, but it's, like, six inches long. Is it? Wait. It's not. It's photoshopped on there, right? No. No? No. No? No. <laughs> Who Here. sat there and made clothes for these ducks? <laughs> Someone who's very patient. Here, there's another picture of it. There, there's the rest of the picture. And here's the picture from another angle. Oh my god, it's real! Oh, she's in her Sunday best. <laughs> They're on their way to church. <laughs> Quick, Harry, grab your hat. We're gonna go see the queen. Well, there's a king right here. Wow. Look at this guy. Look how imperial that one leg sticking out is. That's like Napoleonic. They look better with clothes on, I gotta they say. They do. They look great with clothes on. Just like on. people. You know what they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the people. That's true. <laughs> wow. I think this is a regular thing. I think they just put them in clothes. That must be it. That must be it. it they look beautiful. They're just gorgeous. They're better dressed than me. Which, you know, is not hard, but... <laughs> I work hard out. Wait, are these like... Oh my gosh, it's like kimonos, but styled like an English lady. Look, there's the obi right there. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is so cute. Oh, she's... Oh. Do you think these, that some people just raise these ducks to put clothes on? They do now. Oh, oh, there's a couple. Oh, all them married. <laughs> it's their wedding day. <laughs> 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 the dog he's sitting there like uh um are you guys the ones who hired me for the hunting gig because you know like the 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 british dandies would go and they'd ride their horses and they'd get their dogs oh my gosh. so they're like the dandies and then the dog is the dog and he's very confused I would be too. That duck is like a horse and a duck and a snake combined. <laughs> I swear on my life. Oh, you're right. In conclusion, forget entirely about that one cannibal guy and look up Indian runner ducks and also Long Boy. Long Boy. We love him. The tallest mallard in the world. That that reminded me that while I was doing my research into hillbilly uh, stuff last week, there, there's a line in Wikipedia of like uh, animals that were believed to be cryptids until <laughs> they were discovered, like, like the okapi. Or uh, was it rhinos as well? Might have been rhinos. Rhinos Might've... were, were the, uh, the African unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gorillas. Yeah. But the, um, there was a line that was like, hybrids that are rare in wildlife and apparently there's a hybrid between a grizzly bear and a polar bear yes i had no idea they're really cute oh i got and they're very scary 
Oh yeah, like uh, <laughs> I heard the, that they're really, really mean. Take the two most evil and scary bears and combine them. Oh, they're called Pizzlies. Yeah, it's a terrible name. No wonder they're mad. Wow, they are. They're like angry tanks. Yes. Oh my god. And it's probably, uh, I did read a while back that it was happening more frequently mm-hmm. with, um... Oh, with climate change. And with climate change. Having to yeah. Makes sense. Well, I hope we're ready to suffer the consequences of climate change. It's Pizzlies, y'all. <laughs> it's Pizzly season. <laughs> it's Pizzly season and y'all gonna die. Ooh, wee! <laughs> Uh, I love animals. What a good way to end a terribly sad episode. And we were very serious almost the entire time. Yeah, I mean, some of some of them we can laugh about, but this when, isn't really a laughing matter. No, no, it's it's a really grave injustice of what happened to oh, yeah. her and family. I hope that there's something somewhere that people are trying to do for them and for her. Well, we thank you all for listening, and uh, not all of them will be these really sad, uh, unfair cases and things that we look at. What have we got going next week? Um, that's a good question, Karen. That's a very good question. I'm going to tell you that. It's me, right? Yes, it's you. This is not... Th- this is... Uh, oop, there we go. <gasps> oh! We're going to be talking about you with palm reading and psychics. Oh, yeah. All about psychics and my psychic experiences. Oh, and after that. (laughs) Oh, the people who watch my online activity at work are going to have a fun time. (laughs) Whew. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, have a good night. You couldn't see, but Karen just waved. I did. I did. I'm so sorry. Good night. <laughs> 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 <laughs>